Hi, we're Ed and Lisa Young, and this is the Creative Marriage Podcast, the art of keeping your love alive no matter what life throws at you, no matter what stage or age. We're here to talk about the raw and the real of marriage and how creativity should be a constant. And today's episode is one that hits home for a lot of people because we're talking about kids. K-I-D-S, keeping intimacy at a distance successfully. Wow. Kids. Whenever I say that, people laugh. And sometimes when we have an opportunity to talk about marriage and people ask us, hey, what's the secret of being married 40 years? You guys have a great marriage. Not a perfect marriage, but a great marriage. What is the secret sauce? We, we, we simply say priorities. God, spouse, kids. Did you say priorities? It sounded like you said priorities. Well, that works too. Priorities. I know, but priorities, that's even better. And, priorities. And all you have to do is just pray that God would unleash your priorities because your priorities have already been set. People go like, I wonder what my priorities should be. Let me read this article or let me watch this YouTube or whatever. No, no, no. God has set forth our priorities and we need to prioritize and just pray them out. That's good. And and I don't uh, know whether you meant to say that no, or not, but, but that's but, good. But it does. And if you look at the book of Ephesians, basically, it tells us that. It tells us God. It tells us spouse. It tells us kids. Your spouse is more important than your kids. Although we would give our lives for our kids, the spouse, your marriage, is, is uh, the top priority. Now, sometimes you have to put your kids over your marriage. I get it. If they're sick or, you know, you're, you're at some soccer tournament or whatever, you got to go. But here, that's there, a temporary under. thing. That's temporary. Spouses stay. Kids leave. The Bible says in Genesis 2, 24, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother. A man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So let's talk about kids because marriage changes. I mean, you know, you get married, it's just you and your spouse. You think, whoa, this is on a whole nother level. And then all of a sudden, you begin to crank out some kids and things change. Okay, so I want to back up just a second. Just think about what God, what God desires for your marriage. God desires to build in your marriage something that can change the course of the world. That's what's at stake with your marriage. That's the potential in your marriage, that God could use this covenant relationship between you and your spouse to make a difference in the lives of even other people. And in that, he's building in you a legacy for the future. That's Mm -hmm. when your children come into play. So there is so much that God has in store for you that is beyond our realm of thinking. I think I think it kind of blows a gasket if we start thinking at the importance of doing this thing called marriage and family right. If we can just get this right, then God takes a family and he builds a community. He takes the community and he builds a city, a nation, so forth. So God is going to use you strategically, but you've got to be, and we've got to be, mm-hmm. in tune with how those priorities go. If we get our priorities right, then we will be successful in living out this great, great plan that God has for your family. God has a great plan. He has a great 
ideal, yet every time God has an ideal, Satan has the repeal. And Satan's repeal is to kill, steal, and destroy the marriage. One of the ways he does it is, it's very slow, but methodical. You have a husband and wife, okay? That's their, that's the main, their, their main roles. Those are the two leading yes, characters. Yes, and then you have kids, and here's what oftentimes happens. The wife resigns from her number one position out of being a wife, becomes the mom, throw in a career, she chases her kids. Then the husband, he's like, well, I'm a father now. I used to be a husband, but now I'm a father. So he chases the career to provide for the family. You have marital drift going on. Throw in an attractive coworker or someone at the gym or the neighborhood, and you have Ooh. severe problems. What kids happens? Are, you have marital drift. You do. You marital drift. Kids are smart, though. You know, when a kid is born, when a child is born, at a surprisingly and shockingly young age, they sit and defiantly cross their arms and they say, I'm going to take over this joint. <laughs> and they... Not can, literally. Not literally. Not literally. But they, but, they, but they try to take over the joint because they feel the warmth of the spotlight, the parties and the perks. They move in the corner office and they have their mom and dad working for them. And they're the ones who are calling the shots. They're the ones who are saying how high you can jump. They have, again, all the perks and the parties, and, and, and mom and dad are just kind of out there in a cube uh, working as best they can for the kids. Because it's so sexy in our culture to say, you know, it's all about the kids. It's all about the kids. I do anything for my kids. It's about the kids. Okay, I get it, but really it's about the spouse. That's right. We can't have that marital drift where really it's a mission drift. Mm -hmm. We we lose the emphasis on our spouse and start putting the emphasis on our children. And Ed and I have four children. We love our kids. We and when they were young, we had to spend an amazing amount of time seeing to their needs, making sure that they were cared for. Um, and again, like you said, we would give our lives for our children. But this is the most important thing. This relationship called marriage, my relationship yeah, with so Ed. Yes, so goes the marriage, so goes the family. That's right. So Ed and I had to work really hard to give attention to the right things. And that's one of the first things that kids can take is our attention it's a, from it's one another. It's a destination. Another. I call it attention it's a it's a destination. It's yeah, a little it town called Attentionville, yeah. and when we and kids kids need attention, we need attention. Everyone needs attention. However, and please, moms and dads, listen to me. Too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing. Too much. I mean, too much. For example, oxygen can take a person's life. Too much attention can it can, can be detrimental. Yes. To their emotional, spiritual, physical, and relational health. So what we decided and what we feel like God showed us is that when we give attention in the right amount to our children and reserving the best attention for our spouse, we're showing them the priorities that they need to have in future relationships. Now, when a when a baby is born and you have this bouncing little baby in your your home and you're you're 
raising them into a toddler and mm. then into elementary, you're thinking the last thing that I'm doing is preparing them for their marriages. Yeah. But actually, it starts right when you bring them home from the hospital. I mean, that's when you start demonstrating the priorities of marriage and putting the attention in the right spot. So attention. We give our kids attention. We spend time with them, quality and quantity time. However, we have to show them, and as you said, model what a marriage is all about because they're watching yes. everything. Yes. How do kids understand conflict resolution through the marriage? How do kids understand priorities through the marriage? How do they understand everything while they're developing intimacy, mar- intimacy, marriage, marriage, and more marriage. So marriage is the greatest thing, but so often it's the hardest thing and it can remain the greatest thing if you're willing to work. So attention Ville, you have to, to look at attention and make sure you shell it out and you, and you prioritize it in the right way. Another place we need to travel through. We move through Attentionville to another place, Night-Nightville. What? (laughs) Night-Nightville. I like to write children's songs. I've never published these, but one of the children's songs I wrote years ago, I would sing to our kids. It was called Night-Nightville. Let's all go to Night-Nightville Night, Nightville, Night, Nightville. Let's all go to Night, Nightville, and we'll get very still. <laughs> this it is, works. This it is works. For it real. works. This is so for we real. have to go to Night, Nightville. Moms and dads, we go to Night, Nightville. In other words, we need to put our kids down because kids crave for order, but put them down not when they're ready. But, but when, when you're ready. Let me say that again. Put them down, not when they're ready, but when you're ready. You're teaching them and training them to leave. Genesis 2 and Proverbs. Let me see. forgot that verse. <laughs> That's okay. Well, whatever. Somewhere in Proverbs. <laughs> so so, so we need, to, we need to, to, to do that, Lisa, because... And even... Okay, I've got teenagers. Well... Tell them to be in their rooms, let's say at nine o'clock, because if not, you tell them if you walk outside of your bedroom, you might see something you don't want to see from mom and dad. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. People are laughing right now. You might be working out, you're going, ah! or you might be driving in the car, you're like, oh, I can't believe you said that. But children might, yeah. do crave order. And oh, I do. This is this is creativity emerges from order. This is something that we have found to be so true. The, the beauty of a schedule with your children. Um, God created the earth with a schedule. He created in a, in a pro- very profound order. Yes. And when we parent out of order, we are setting our children up for an orderly life. And what does an orderly life look like? God first, marriage second, children third, work and so yeah. forth. Priorities. You just have the priorities are already set in stone. You just pray those priorities into So existence. one of those things with order is the bedtime and having a time. Night-Nightville. Night-Nightville, where you establish it. And I can just tell you, 
Ed really did sing songs like that. You also have one about bath time. Yeah, the bath is good. And now we even sing that with our grandchildren, so it's kind of cool. And our kids sing it with their kids. Yeah, so it's it's these these are legacy songs. Yes, they these are. are legacy songs. So, how do you how do you manage keeping the marriage the main thing? Is you have to be aware of your destinations, Attentionville, yes. and Night Nightville. Night just I, just two places. Just two places, but there are more. But we're going to pick that up. Yes, next, there are more. And I know podcast. you're like, I want more. I want more. Well, you're going to get it. The next one, we're going to talk about some other destinations we need to travel through because we're on this road trip. And we looked at our Google Maps. And the Google Maps have taken us to Attentionville and Night Nightville. But there are other destinations. What are they? What are they? Listen next time. Please give us a five-star review. I think this is five-star stuff. I don't know what you think, but I would like for you to give it a five-star review. Thank you for watching and listening to The Creative Marriage, The Art of Keeping Your Marriage and Your Love Alive. Check out our book. It's on the EXO platform, the EXO website, The Creative Marriage by Ed and Lisa Young. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.